Welcome to StellarCast, the Stellar Recruitment Podcast. Right, guys. Well, we've got uh, Denise here with us today, or DK, as she's uh, affectionately uh, known. Maybe we can sort of start with uh, a bit of a, an overview of how long you've been in the mining market and just a quick snapshot of the outlook for demand for operators in that space at the moment. Yeah, so I started at Stella 2015. That was my introduction to mining um, and I've stayed in the division uh, up to date. Currently, the market is, there's a, a lot of work, there's not a lot of operators um, and it does come and go in, in waves. We're definitely looking for a lot of experienced operators at the moment. It seems like some real strong demand, particularly obviously uh yeah, with the borders and some of those additional challenges further to the underlying demand. Mm-hmm. So maybe you could give us a bit of an overview of the depth or breadth of new to the industry or trainee projects you've been involved with. Yeah, so uh, started the new to industry programs in 2017. We've worked with a, a handful of clients at, at multiple sites with them and um, we have done a number of assessment centres where we invite people in to do group activities so we can assess how they work within teams individually, safety measures, and then there has been uh, just recruitment days where we're just meeting people and assessing whether they're going to be the right match for that particular site and culture. And then sort of once you go through that sort of uh, process of capturing a large number of candidates, bringing it down to a niche number of candidates, then they go to site. What does it look like when they go to site and, and how long before they're effectively operating equipment on their own? First couple of weeks that they're out there, they're doing a fair bit of classroom-based stuff, which is all of the introductory to mining. During that time, they are in the passenger seat in the trucks. They also have the opportunity to sit in a simulator if there is one out there. And then it's probably about four to six weeks before they have the opportunity to start driving the truck themselves with someone in the machine with them and then not long after that they uh, can get passed out to drive solo under the supervision of everyone in their crew. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and uh, beyond the operator side of it, obviously we've, we've seen similar but different initiatives uh, on the trade side of things, whether it's getting auto electric, diesel fitter, high voltage electricians from other environments, whether it's uh, Industrial, light vehicle, uh, heavy transport, army, marine, agriculture, and bringing them across in a similar capacity. So, so that's uh, that's been good. Also, what do you reckon your clients have opted to partner with you and, and the business on this project? What drives them to to look at these sorts of initiatives? Yeah, look, I think it gives them the opportunity to upskill their current workforce um, to allow room for more truck operators to come in. And I think it also helps with the morale, having new people in, um, fresh blood and um, just a different set of eyes on things. Yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like... um you know, from what I hear also, further to the stuff you talked about, uh, there's been some good cultural upside, like you say. Uh, I think most of these individuals are pretty grateful to uh, take the career to mining and the earning and other upside that come with that. Um, I've also heard that uh, there's been some good retention of those sorts of personnel. They've sort of stuck around and hung, hung around because they're keen to learn and develop their skills 
on that site with that particular customer, which is good. Uh, and I've also heard other statistics around sort of safety and those sorts of things. But uh, I also think that uh, some of the feedback that we've had over time, DK, is um, it's also helped our customer with some of their diversity initiatives as mm-hmm. well. I know some of the, the projects or campaigns you guys worked on, you, know, you guys might have got an award for one of the big projects you did down in New South Wales is a big focus on female and Indigenous uh, attraction to bring those sorts of folk to the industry, yeah. which is really, really good. So... Just building on, you know, some of those benefits we just sort of highlighted, uh, Denise, uh, is there anything else that you'd sort of mention around the projects you've been involved with that it might be worthwhile sort of noting? Yeah, there has been a couple of clients that have been interested in upskilling. Uh, so we have looked into the civil area uh, where people are operating the machines and similar machinery uh, and upskilling them on the mine-sized machines. Um, and that program itself is is a lot quicker than what the trainee program is because they understand the basics of operations. It's just about uh, the spatial awareness and getting to, to know the, the bigger gear. Yeah, no, well, it seems like uh, a shorter turnaround to get those people sort of up and competent, given they've already got the aptitude of operating machines yeah. in a previous environment, uh, further to those that have sort of come from a non-operating background and, and those people that you've picked up that have got the right attitudes or aptitude to learn mining. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like plenty of positives, whether it's bringing new people to the industry in terms of a new talent pool, upskilling of existing staff on site that get the opportunity to step up with people coming out of that entry level, uh, certainly seems like there's some retention benefits, cultural benefits, and I have also heard things around safety and, and industrial relations as well. So plenty of positive. So that, that's sort of the customer side of it. But what success stories can you share around the candidate piece in terms of those that have been given the opportunity to, to gain a career in mining? Yeah, so look, there's been some people that have uh, started working out there where they're their partners or their their family members are working. So it's uh, allowing them to, to spend more time with them, not necessarily at work, but, uh, you know, the, the bulk time that they do have off instead of them working their everyday Monday to Friday job when their family has the seven days off. It's been really good to see some of the the young people, um, you know, start their family and have the opportunity to buy their first home at, at a, a pretty young age as well. So that's been really nice to see. There's been some people that, you know, with the, the recent times of COVID and people slowing down that have come back to us after, you know, three to four years in the industry that they're still at the same site that we place them at. Obviously, their circumstances have changed and they've reached back out to us to, to help them source another role. Yeah, that sounds like some good good news stories there, which is good. I think sometimes uh, in the past we've also had people that have been in the ag environment, so they've worked on the farm you know, on their time off, even time, and mm-hmm. then they go to the mine to earn money on their week on, mm-hmm. sort of providing a bit of extra income. As we know, in the ag sector, it can be uh, up and down at times. So I think there's been good stories around that. I think there's also been stories of people sort of coming out of the um, defence uh, force and those sorts of things, looking to transition to civilian life. Uh, and we also had a young chap uh, that was working for council uh, as a tradesman and given the opportunity to come to mining and, he was just over the moon with uh, learning the bigger gear and, and the earning potential and, and stepping into a career in mining. So sounds like further to the client benefits, there's been some really good uh, candidate benefits at the moment. 
So and and looking back as well. So gives looking forward with the market as as tight as what it is, and obviously some of the challenges with COVID and border controls and all that sort of stuff. It seems like these sorts of initiatives uh, will continue, whether it's on the operator side of it or trade side of it. So I appreciate you taking the time to share some of your experience in that regard today, DK. No worries. Thank you for listening to StellarCast. This show aligns with why Robbie McIlwraith and Sean McCambridge co-founded the company. Their mission was to help and nurture others to reach and exceed their potential. For trusted recruitment and career advice, contact Stella today.